Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So I decided to sit down with Scott because something came across my phone. A friend was telling me how there's friends that still hold grudges against friends who haven't talked to them in sometimes three or four years and they still hold grudges and still want to go to social media and post about it three or four years later And I was saying to Scott, he's sitting here with me, and I was saying to Scott, I've never understood why when someone wants to leave your life and they no longer want to be around you, I can understand the immediate pain and the immediate hurt and your desire to lash out because of your emotional feeling. But after 24 hours, I mean, I give myself 24 hours, but after two, three years, if your day is still consumed with that person's life who clearly doesn't want to be a part of you and for whatever reason the relationship subsided, why are you still giving it energy? I've never understood that. I've, I, you know, I've definitely been in situations and relationships where I've been the one dumped or what have you and there was one time where I was when I was living with Carol. Oh my god, I love Carol. We should call Carol. One time I was living with Carol and I was dating a guy and he called me from vacation and was like, you know, I decided to get back with my ex. And initially I was like, what do you mean? Like, you know, I was completely and fully dedicated into this relationship. You know, you're, you're like, what happened? Like, how did this happen? It came out of nowhere. And then I remember sitting down and like literally thinking this through and I was like he don't want to be with you no more and I think that was within minutes if not it was in within the hour and I went back to what my mom always used to say to me so like if someone doesn't like you there's so many other people and so I never I didn't hold a grudge against him against him I was like okay cool I was still getting his mail, picking his mail up, putting it in the house or whatever I had promised to do before he left. Because what I'm going to say, I'm not going to do all these stuff so your house falls apart and then you got to come back and deal with all... I'm like, what am I going to do that for? I'm like, cool. And then we still stay friends after. Like, it was fine. 
some people might think I'm crazy, but I think in my mind, I was like, he was honest. He didn't like drag me along throughout this like long two month process. Like, I don't know if I'm going to get back with him. I'm not, or, or he didn't hide it from me. Right. So I'm in this state. It was like, I'm here. This is what's going on. I want to let you know. And I, I actually respected the honesty. So I was just like, you know, I was mad for an hour. And then Carol was like, we're going to, we're done with this. You know, she was like, we're going to get over this. You know, it's good to have a really good girlfriend. Totally Carol. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's time for another episode of Trust and Believe with Sean T. In today's time, people go to social media and it's like, what are you talking about? Like, if you have your life and you're married or you have your family and I'm doing my thing or, or the other person's doing their thing, it's like, what are you holding? A, why are you still consumed with that person's life when it's not necessary? Uh, so that's a lot. Obviously, people these days use social media as their therapist, which is not probably a smart thing because not only do they share the highs, the ultimate highs, they'll post like, you know, anniversaries and birthdays and Valentine's Days and love and happiness and whatever. And they'll also post the lows when they're super mad or they're pissed off with someone. They'll be passive. They'll be aggressive. They'll be whatever. Right. So social media in itself is a beast that is still trying to be understood because I think it's in essence, it's well, maybe not. I don't know why they made so Facebook in the very first place. Um, I saw the movie, but I think it was a rating system, right? So yeah. it was some people who felt less than were rating the people who they felt were better than, whatever. So this concept of you don't want to be with me, then that's a good thing or that now I understand, now I have the honesty so I can move on with my life. That's a new concept. P.S. Prior to Sean... I would be of the mindset of, you know, hold a grudge and be angry and try and figure out why and kind of try and analyze why this person didn't want to be with me or my friend anymore. And now that I've met you and I've experienced this concept, it is something that is mind-blowingly amazing and it's like, they didn't want to be with me, let's move on with my life. Because if they don't want to be with me, then there's no need to continue to have a relationship. And I don't know that many people understand that or have been exposed to that concept. Even, let's just say, our neighbors who you talk to about the relationship that they're in, and you said what you said as far as this person doesn't want to be with you anymore, and so now you can start the rest of your life because you were trying to be something for someone else. It is my, it, it's shocking. It's mind-blowing. It's, it's a new concept that people have not been exposed to. So I think once they understand that, maybe it'll help them. But there is this anger, there's this betrayal feeling, there's this uncomfortableness within their person that that makes them feel bitter and angry and whatever. So let's analyze that. Let's get, as Cafe says in one of your other podcasts, he's like, let's get to the root of that. Like, where is that coming from? And in my opinion, that's coming from... You have this amazing self-confidence in who you are, what you are, what you believe in and all these things, right? You are well-grounded in in who you are as a human being. So that's why I think it's easy for you to say, if you don't want to be with me, I'm cool with that. I'll take 24 hours and I'll get over it. I don't think people have that stability and, and that confidence in themselves. And I think that's where it comes from. 
Right. I can I can understand it in a sense of a job sometimes because if you get fired and now your entire life you don't have a job and maybe you're not getting a paycheck, I can see how the pain or the resentment can last a little longer. You know, I guess in marriage too, it's like if you lose your house and there's this custody battle with the kids, when there's tangible things that are taken away from you, I'm like, I get it. I get how it could be really, really tough. I just think that my mindset is that at the end of the day, two people who don't get along and will not get along and maybe have tried to get along, if they're not going to get along, they're better off not being together. And so if someone doesn't like me, I'm like, cool. Let me tell you something. I am so fine with that. I'm like, the more people that don't like me that I know is better than people smiling up in my face. Like, because I'm like, you, if you don't, if you don't like me, then you need to go do something that's going to make you feel good. You know what I mean? Make you live. And um, but think about that. Like, it goes. To, it makes me think of the Black Mirror episode where the woman was liking things that she didn't necessarily like, so she could get a better g- score in social media land. And you know, why do people come up into your face and smile when they don't really mean it? It's because they're trying to please other people. They're they're trying to fill a void in themselves to try and either get friends or to to be liked. They're doing things that they wouldn't normally do because of some exterior or interior factor. Right? But I don't need a higher score. I, and you, Bay Balls. Meaning, and I'm not saying that because I feel like I have the highest score. Because in that episode, it was like five stars or something, and. And it was like, no, it was like some three out of five or something right. like this. And I'm like, in that episode of Black Mirror, which you all should watch, it was your score determined on, determined your social class, it determined benefits in benefits life. Benefits in life what and all this stuff. What kind of car you drove, what kind of flights you took. That's what I'm saying. I don't need a higher score because I know my intentions. But there are a lot of people who do want a higher score. And but they, they use, have the score. But the problem is they look at their own score as whatever it is and they want to get better. Now, that's not a bad thing. It's the reason why they want But the thing is, score. do you want to get better for you or do you want to get better for other people? That's where I'm going with this is that because of however their upbringing was or how how they were raised or how they were treated as a child or how their friends treat them or society treats them because of the class, and I air quote that class that they're currently in, they feel a sense of insufficientness, if that's a word. But see, the problem is the minute you start rating your score on how other people view you as a human is the minute your score goes down. Right, one hundred percent. Because in a in a in a work situation, at the end of the year, when I get my end of the year review, I'm rated on how much money I brought the company, stability, or whatever. You know, there's a bunch of things that people get rated on. I mean, <laughs> I've been in a corporate world for a while, but you know, if you take me and Beachbody, if I didn't sell, if my programs didn't sell at all, you know, Carl wouldn't be like, do you want to do another program? Or you know, he has to take into account everything that I bring or do for the company as to whether he wants to work with me or not, right? And that's a tangible thing. But for me, what's confusing is when people look to people to get a higher score for who they are as a human. So the reason why I'm very confident 
is because I know when I walk into the gym, if I go to the gym that day, or if I'm at a restaurant and I sit down at a table, I know that I'm going to treat my server or any other patron, or if I go to the bathroom, I'll hold the door, you know, with my back, not my hand. <laughs> I'll hold the door for any patron that walks in the bathroom before or after me. Like, I know my intentions to help people out. So I'm like, if you don't like me for the good that I'm trying to do and my intentions, when I know my intentions are good, then I'm like, well, then you just don't need to, then I'm totally fine with that. Saturday, you better be ready. I'm coming to Charlotte. Do you love to dance? Do you love to work out? And more importantly, would you like to pick my brain? Because we are doing a Q&A, a dance workout, and a workout next week in Charlotte. Go to stcharlotte.eventbrite.com and I will see you there. Also, what's really exciting and amazing is Tanya the Machine will be there. We haven't danced on stage together in a while, so you'll get to see her, interact with her. Anna from the Dance District is going to be there. It's going to be a party inside and out all day. So, again, go to stcharlotte.eventbrite.com. I hope to see you there. Now back to Shanti's Trust and Believe. What I think is important about the message of what we're doing here now is, okay, we've discussed the fact that people who are trying to be uh, something other than themselves is a losing cause and can create problems in their own life, right? So how do we help those people who are in that current state to, so that they don't worry about the extracurricular stuff and just focus on themselves and trying to make themselves better? So then I ask the question of you. So you are so confident in who you are, which is great. And it's not a, it's not a cockiness. No, not at It's all. a comfortableness and it's a confidence. Where did that come from? Like, what's the essence of that? I think two things. Number one, like everyone else, we've all been through something. Like, all of us have been through some kind of struggle. I don't think my struggle is any greater than anyone else's because, you know, every story is has impacted an individual in either way. For me, I look back to the things that I've overcome. And I've overcome a lot of things that, have been extremely tough and stressful and, you know, just just really hard. And now, you, there was, I think there was a book, and there's definitely a saying, like, don't sweat the small stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you not liking me is so tiny when there's six billion people in the world. You know what I mean? I don't rank friends. I, I even hate, like, I hate saying... That's my best friend. I actually hate saying that. I don't like it, but I think it's easier for people to understand in conversation. Like with Todd, I call him my soul brother. Like there's a reason why he and I are connected. You know, somebody like Tanya, I don't even, I mean, for me, she's definitely more of a family member at this point. Draco, I just call friend. I'm like, hey friend, because he is the epitome of what a friend is, you know, if someone doesn't want to be my friend and I continue to try and make them be my friend, then I'm going to be miserable. You know, I think the only person, like you're the only person who if you were like, I never, like I never want to talk to you. Oh my God, this is horrible. Like that would be extreme. That would probably be the toughest thing for me. But anybody else, I mean, there's different levels of toughness in my brother. I'd probably be like, oh my God, like this is terrible. 
But I'm like, if you are like, really, like, I don't want you to be a part of my life, then if I try to make you stay, when you genuinely don't want to be it, who's going to be miserable? Both of us. If I'm like, buying you roses, buying you this, the nice gestures are going to annoy you, and they're going to be painful to me. Because I'm constantly going to be reaching to be accepted by you when you don't have anything to do with me. So why? So, so it, what it sounds like is you don't want to go through the pain of putting or the effort to try and be someone's friend that doesn't want to be your no, friend. No, I don't want to go through the effort of not being authentic to who I am. Because if I'm living in a space of trying to please somebody who doesn't want to be a part of me, then I'm wasting my time. Perfect. I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting my energy. Like, I could have gotten over the grieving process after spending two years mad or whatever or lashing back out. Like, that's a waste of time. Like, I could have written a book or yeah. two. Yeah. So, for those people that, that don't mind wasting their time or get wrapped up in it because maybe they don't have anything else better going on or maybe they don't have any distraction to pull them out. Like... What would your advice be to someone who is in that situation? I just would ask them, do they really enjoy it? Because this is how you know if you really enjoy something. You know, I was listening to a podcast. I built this. And the guy from Southwest Airlines is like 80-something years old. And people would tell him, you work too work, you work too much, you work too much. Like, why are you not exhausted? And he's like, because I'm passionate about it. Like, I enjoy it. When someone is constantly chasing to be something that they're not, they only, like, it's more of an obsession than... They're in the hamster wheel, and they're going nowhere. Yeah, that's the best analogy. This thing is not bringing you any more enjoyment. If you really want to have nothing to do with me, to me, this is the biggest gift you can ever tell me. It's the biggest gift you can tell me to say, you know what, I never want to talk to you again. Because I'm like, great. And I think at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself, or the person has to ask themselves, am I being, am I being authentically me in the relationship so that if someone does walk away, be it a friend or a spouse or, you know, if they do walk away, you can continue with your head held high. I think what happens is people get wrapped up into investing themselves in people and in the process instead of them giving without expecting and loving without expecting they are in this relationship to get something back from the other person like I can say to you or to your dad or to Danielle or I can say to anybody I love you and if you don't say it back I'm not yearning for you to say it back because I said it because of a feeling that I had. And if I have a feeling, I can't make you have the same feeling. I can only express my feeling and how you accept that and interpret it. If that feeling says to you like, oh my goodness, that was amazing. You know, because if I tell you, I love you, you're like, oh, that's the best thing I ever hear. You don't have, you don't say every time I love you too. You're just like, oh my God, that's like the best. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Oh. And so I feel like that the same in relationships. If you are authentically loving someone, if you're authentically being you and you're loving and giving without expecting anything back, then if that person decides that they don't want to be a part of your life anymore, then you can be fine with that because you weren't expecting anything back from them in the first place. So, so, and my goal here is to help people listening to try and get to the state that you're in. How is it that you're able to say, I love you and not want anything in return? Or give a gift and not want anything in return? So I'll tell you, like this happens with a lot of people. If I'm hanging out with somebody and they're just doing nothing, meaning like we could be sitting at the table or they could be on their computer or they could be on the phone or we could just be watching TV. If I get an overwhelming feeling from them just being them, I'm going to say, oh my God, like I love, like I love you. I think you are so, I just love it. Like I get that feeling and I'm able to express that feeling. Um, and that's why, because it's mine. It's mine. It's you own it. If you have the feeling, you have to own that feeling. You have to own that feeling. And if you feel like you want to express that feeling, then that's you. Like this, all this entire thought process and feeling started with you. And so if you want to express that feeling, then you can express that feeling. Having a feeling or making a statement like that is like walking off a cliff. Because in my mind, it's like, because do, I, you're, do I want to make the statement and put myself out there? It's like the giraffe. It's like you're putting your neck above the rest of the people. You're, you're, there's a possibility someone's going to come along. And but the you. reason why is because the reason why people are afraid to say it is because they're afraid of getting hurt. But the only reason why you're afraid of getting hurt is because you expect people to treat you the same way. Like, I live by the golden rule. I treat people how I want to be treated, but I'm not the goal. I'm not saying you need to treat me how you want to be treated. That's not what the golden rule says. The golden rule says treat others how you want to be treated. Right? Like it starts with you. The golden rule again doesn't say others should treat you how you want to be treated because you can't control what others do. So if you're going to sit there and wait around after you say I love you to somebody and they don't say it back, you're going to be in turmoil. Like you're going to be, oh my God, I can't believe they didn't tell me it back. Like what does that mean? And even when you first start dating someone, like they might not be ready. Most important part of what you just said is you said it starts with you. It's understanding who you are, what you like, what you dislike, what you're afraid of, what inspires you, what concerns you. There are going to be, there are so many, so I had an epiphany when I was in New York City as a model and an actor. Like I would go into every model casting walking in there thinking I'm going to book this job because I have all of the, I have all the things that they're looking for and after a year of not booking one single job I was like what is going on and then I realized there's always going to be someone smarter than me there's always going to be someone 
prettier than me. There's always going to be someone taller than me. There's going to be someone more ripped than I am. And so the minute I acknowledge that and realize that I can only be who I can be, I was like, oh, and I started booking jobs because I was trying to do things that I thought everyone else wanted me to be. So it's, and unfortunately, people have, I think that's the sweet spot that people need to get into that will then help them propel to your level. And I'm not saying you're better than, it's the understanding of self-worth and what you are and who you are as a person that will then help them understand this concept of trying not to please other people to please yourself. I mean, selfishly, I think to release an emotion makes me feel good, too. I mean, I'm saying it's not any, it doesn't make me feel good. But I think that that's the point, is that it makes me feel good to say it. But I actually don't get the same feeling if you say I love you back, too, just because. You know, if you say it authentically, then I can feel it. But, yeah. You only live one life. You only have one one chance to have a, a, a wonderful, positive experience and to positively impact others. But if if all it is is negativity and festering, you're tr- you're trying to get those higher numbers, and it you're you're like the the duck, you know, on the lake. You know, when a duck is on top of the lake, you see it gliding and so wonderful. But what you don't see below the lake is that their legs are paddling like mad. Negativity gets lots of responses but those responses are short-lived like if you are being extremely negative you might get a lot of immediate responses but all of those immediate responses aren't thinking about you five seconds later right so being negative is you start alone in negativity and you i promise you you will end alone in negativity but positivity think about it let me go back to negativity for a second If you're constantly negative and you're constantly being rude and talking about people and whatever, and you tell this friend and you go gossip to this friend like, oh my God, can you believe Scott did this and the whole nine? Guess guess what? That friend ain't coming to tell you nothing. Like you're going to see people drifting away from you. You're going to see yourself creating every conversation because people are going to not want to call you. They're not going to be around you. They're only going to be minimum responses to you because you aren't a positive place in their life. But if you're positive, if you lead life, and if you stay positive, those people who might not talk to you immediately, you might not get a thousand immediate responses, but you're going to have a thousand people that want to come to you. You might get a thousand immediate responses of, of empty verbiage if you're negative but you might get zero immediate responses for positivity and a thousand people that come to you later that actually want to be a part of your life and that's the point is if I quiz people on everything negative that happened this past year they would be like okay I know it yeah I know it they they probably wouldn't remember the details but if I said what positive things happened this year one thing might stick out to them you know, they might be like, oh, this really impacted me. Because there's so much negativity, it gets, it gets, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It gets saturated. And so when things get saturated, it gets diluted. And when things get diluted, it's like, it's worthless. 
But when things are positive, it's rich, it's full, it's going to stick with you, it's wholesome. You can actually take a lot of stuff away from that and utilize it towards your life. With negativity, you want to run away from it and you don't want it to be a part of your life. Even if, like I was looking at Serena's page the other day and she was promoting her bra, the burly bra, whatever. And people were like, just get on the court or just do this or you look this. And I'm like, just because you want to see her on the court doesn't mean that what she's doing is bad. Like, she's not just a tennis player. She's also a human being. You know what I'm saying? But people have to try and throw their digs in. I think it just fuels my fire to continue to to preach positivity. I hate using the word preach, but I'll go with my grandfather on this one. To preach positivity. And it's like, if you like, if you like living in a miserable space, great. Then you like being alone. Because if you like being negative, you like being alone. Because the people who surround themselves with negative people are not bringing... First of all, they're not getting th- anything out of it. And you're not bringing anything to that person. And you're going to be back on that hamster wheel that you talked about earlier. And who wants to drive in a car in a circle seeing the same scenery day in and day out? And all of that is Truly, if that's the space you want to be in, that's okay. No one is better than or less than in this. That just that there are other people who choose to be in a different space than that. It's fine if you want to be in that space. However, don't pull anyone else into that space. Because if you start affecting other people's lives and you start bringing someone else down, that's not okay. It's not. If you want to live in a negative space in your own space and you don't want to impact negatively on other people's lives and make them miserable then that's fine because you're you're sitting in that space alone but if you and your goal is to bring someone else down that's not okay and and hopefully um the people that are listening to that that if they have someone like that in their lives that they are strong enough and aware enough to be like you know what i'm not going to include you in my space anymore because what i would like is something different than where you're going exactly okay thanks <laughs> ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Bye, Felicia. Peace. I want to give a huge shout out to Todd Midget, a.k.a. NC Fit Club, Alex Colorado, 
my lovely production manager. They do a great job with loving up on the podcast and making sure that it gets out to you so that we can all stay motivated and relevant. Thank you guys. You guys are awesome.